Hump day. Happy hump day. Hump day. Who likes hump day, Graham? Crystal Lennox. We love you, Crystal. Yeah, she's our favorite podcast listener. You have found our morning take. My name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence, and it's hump day. Yep, and Crystal Lennox is out there somewhere going, Woo! <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Anyway. Uh, we're having a great time in this story, yeah, so man. It's a pretty love cool this story. story, you know. And and we got a little confused yesterday about. Uh, I got a little confused, but well, the I mean, theologian he saddled my no, it's, ash. It's, no, listen, stop it. I <laughs> I just I knew it from an old fact. Like it's just one of them things that I know, Bible trivia or whatever. Yeah. But uh, we went back and looked. Abraham was ninety years old when Ishmael was born, and he was a hundred years old when Isaac was born. But the reason he's not ten, he's probably thirteen, was because Isaac was weaned. And like I said, it's about two to three year process. So he could have been as young as 12. In fact, you know, that's when they actually have the bar mitzvah at 12. It might have been that at that same celebration, it was about close to when Ishmael had his bar mitzvah. Did they even do that for him? No, but I think at 12, they did make him a man. So there was probably some kind of ceremony, you reckon? I don't know. He didn't have to read from the Torah. I know that because it wasn't there yet. (laughs) (laughs) Moses hadn't written it yet. So, I mean, they didn't have to do that. Hey, you have to speak in Jewish. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, so he's probably 12 or 13 years yeah. old, and he is a lad, and we left off on around, uh, we're in uh, Genesis chapter 21. Uh, for you, if you're the first day that you've listened to this podcast, our morning take, uh, Abraham and I, we try to discuss uh, these biblical stories. We give you the movie that's in our head. Uh, we discuss things that are not found in the scripture so that you can kind of maybe whet your appetite a little bit. Maybe you'll read it, you'll study it a little bit more. That's always our hope. So, like I said, if this is your first one, uh, tune in like Monday. Actually, you have to go back to like episode in the 60s where we started this story with Abraham. But um, right now we're talking about uh, Isaac being born, weaned, and getting rid of Hagar and Ishmael, which was really tough on Abraham. But God told him, you got to do what Sarah says. And because Isaac is your son... And that's where we're at. That's kind of a synopsis where we're at this week. God heard the lad crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What's the matter with you, Hagar? Do not fear. God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad, hold him by the hand, for I will make a great nation of him. And then God opened her eyes. She saw a well of water, and she went and filled the skin with water and gave the lad a drink. Now, this is a great sermon, Abe. You write this down for your sermon notes. This is great. Because too many times we're sitting in our self-pity, and we think that the world has come to an end, and we're all done. And it takes God to just open our... There's literally a well right there for her to drink water and live. But she can't see it. Now, I don't know why she can't see it, but it says God opens her eyes and she sees it. Yeah, and I think it's just the things... In our lives that block us from seeing what God wants us to see, our self-pity, our situation, we don't see the big picture. We're just so consumed in what we think is important or what's going on that there are things in front of us that God's trying to bless us with, bless us with, and we don't even see it. That's it. So we don't that's even it. see it. Like I said, it's a great sermon for us to take this lesson. God sees us where we're at. He knows. He knows. Amen. You know, I've got a lady at our church... Uh, she had let her son-in-law borrow her car, and he took the car out, and he blew it up, blew the engine up. Now, he didn't do it on purpose. Uh, the engine just blew up while he was – but he felt really bad about it. And she's an elderly woman, 
And, you know, I'm sure she doesn't have a lot, and this was her only car, and it really depressed her. And I prayed with her, and I told her, I said, you know, God knew that this was going to happen. So, I mean, you know he's going to provide a way. Maybe you needed another car or whatever. I don't know, but let's pray. And we prayed. And within two weeks, I think, she got a brand new engine, dude. Wow. I mean, they uh, Kia, I'll go ahead and say the brand name. Kia was the other one. Uh, so they need to be thanked, really, because... Um, Logan, where are you telling me about a, a friend of yours that had a Kia that blew up like that, and they put a brand new engine in and didn't charge him anything? So I don't know if maybe Kia just doesn't want the bad publicity, or maybe there's something they know that they're not telling. <laughs> they're not telling their owner. We'll just fix it. We'll fix it for you. <laughs> Joe will take care of you down at the corner. And uh, so anyway, so see, we just we don't know. We we can't see. And God just yeah. I have, a, I have a guy at work just like that. Everything in his life is wrong. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, everything in his life is wrong. He's going on mm-hmm. and on and on, and God's got all of these blessings waiting for him, but he doesn't because he can't stop complaining long enough to see what God's trying to do. He literally can't. I know, and and we just find so many of us like that, and we can be that way too, can't we, Abe? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You and I. It just depends on the circumstance, the day. I came home last night and I was so irritated at my wife. And, you know, wives can say like the wrong thing. And then you just get. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) I'm glad we're inside. (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, And, and, you know, you end up just. I'll be in trouble when this airs. You cannot. I'll take it right now. Okay. You can see that I could not see the well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And God just had to open my eyes. Yeah, absolutely. And there's the well. Absolutely. And then I open mouth, insert foot. You yep. know, that kind of thing. Yep. Okay, I'm sorry. Yep. All right, we've beat that lad to, bit, to death. <laughs> God was with the lad, and he grew, and he lived in the wilderness. He became an archer. Yeah, stop right there. Does that have something to do with the bow shot thing? Uh, I knew you were going to tie that together. <laughs> just think... About he's got a question. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't even. Just think about what what um, Ishmael has been through. Just think about this whole ordeal, mm. this whole thing that he's gone as a child. Do you know how traumatic that has to be for him? Yeah, and you he know. just grows up in the desert. Yeah, by himself you know, with by his mom. Yeah, yeah. Single mother, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and yeah. becomes an archer. Yeah. But he's pretty good, too. Oh, I'm sure he Hits is. Hits some like, jackrabbits at 400 feet. Man, I'm telling you. Having supper tonight, He Mom. is definitely a man's man. He's, I I mean, Ishmael's a man's man. You can just tell. Can you, can you, no, you can't. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping. But here's this, the next verse. my camera, but you can't see And see, uh, the next verse is where. Uh, he's just moving on. Notice uh, how. He's just, yeah. <laughs> we got my son in the studio today. He's really enjoying it. It's great. Oh, we I love, love having him. Yeah. All right. So anyway. So it came about at that time that Abimelech... No, you skipped the verse, 21. God was with the lad, and he grew, and he lived in the wilderness. He became an archer. Oh, there is one more. I'm sorry. 21. He lived in the wilderness of Paran. Is that right? Or Paran? Paran. And his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. Her people. How about that? Her people. Yeah, she didn't do this uh, Abraham Sarah thing. Uh, Her people. I need an Egyptian. Yeah. Walk like and he just okay. We don't want First, you. We don't want you hooking up with none of those other people. 
So now we're going to get back to Abimelech. Yes. Is this the same Abimelech? Might be a different house. That's a very that name pops up all over the Bible, so it's very popular. You know, it does say that actually in the notes. If you read notes on this, it says that more than likely this is not the same Abimelech that Abraham had his problems with, um, because he was a Philistine. Yeah. And uh, so who knows who these guys are? It came about at the time that Abimelech and Phicol, if that's the way his name is said, the commander of his army. So this is Abimelech's army. Spoke to Abraham, saying, God is with you in all that you do. Mm. Now, therefore, swear to me here by God that you will not deal falsely with me or with my offspring or with my posterity, but according to your kindness that I have shown to you, you shall show to me and to the land in which you have sojourned. And Abraham said, I swear it. Wait, now let's stop right there. Do you think this guy's heard anything? I think he's heard a lot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he was just like, before His you reputation, come, yeah, <laughs> before you come in here with your song and dance, yeah. your yeah. sister, yeah, this is my. Sister. I know. Oh, let me yeah. get. Let me guess who that is. <laughs> I know all about your sister. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. just stop it. Yeah, Abimelech is like, I'm not falling for that goat rodeo. Stop it already. Stop it. All right. Uh, so Abraham, but Abraham, verse 25, complained. To Abimelech because of the well of water which the servants of Abimelech had seized. So, so there's a problem. And, and this is really what the story is about. So there's Abimelech. Uh, he's been kind to Abraham because it is Abimelech's land yep. that Abraham's uh, sojourning on. And now there's this well. And we all know that back in this particular time frame, water is the most expensive uh, commodity yes, there is out there. Yes. Water is very, very uh, it's valuable. expensive. It's, yes, it's very valuable. valuable. Right. And so they have this well that they're going to fight over a little bit. And verse 26 says, And Abimelech said, I do not know who has done this thing. You did not tell me, nor did I hear of it until today. So Abraham's coming in going, man, I have the problem with your people at this well. And Abimelech kind of does what uh, Pastor Ross does when I bring a student. In. <laughs> He's like, okay, well, this is the first day I've heard this. Okay, so let's sit down and let's talk about this. I've had this problem all year with it. Okay, well, you've, this is the first time you've come into me. So, you know, settle down, settle down. And uh, so that's basically what Abimelech says. So Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abimelech, and the two of them made a covenant. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs. Now, these are what? These are female, right? Ewe yes. lambs? Of the flock by themselves. And Abimelech said to Abraham, what do these seven ewe lambs mean? Do you know? No idea. I mean, you're going to read the scripture, right? you got to come back tomorrow to find out what the seven ewe lambs are. Seven ewe lambs. Not seven me lambs. <laughs> Man, you on a roll today, brother. I'm on fire. Fire. <laughs> 